Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Rosecast, the dramatic season finale. Will Nick find love? No, of course not. We knew that the whole time. <laughs> Will he select a winner? Probably, because he feels like he's forced to. Will the winner say yes? Yes, but again, only because they're trying to save face and they don't want to come off poorly. Uh, AB, how are you feeling? What kind of taste did that episode leave in your mouth last night? If you want to start off a little gross. Uh, it tastes like dog shit, Rim. Why is that? Or better yet, you know what it kind of tastes like? It tasted like if you have a big old diet pop. Like, it's it kind of tastes like what you're looking for, but it's not quite there. That's what I got from this whole season, in fact. That's kind of weird. You, you hate diet pop <laughs> i don't yep. know if many people I've, i feel like most of our listeners probably prefer diet pop not maybe not for the taste but just they drink it more often so i think that analogy is going to fall flat not to be an anal- a smug analogy <laughs> this pompous analogy guy but i think that's going to fall flat just my opinion but i agree with you i'm glad it's over uh i feel a little bit vindicated in some ways because i think the tide the you know the Shout out to the people in our mentions coming at us defending Nick sometimes. Yeah. Do y'all feel the, do y'all feel the same way now today? I don't <laughs> think so. Um AB what I what I found interesting before we get into what actually happened in the episode was our guy Chris was hyping up this unprecedented event that was going to take place on after the final rose. Oh yeah. I, obviously he had, they had to do something because you know, people were getting bored of the season, getting bored of the Bachelor. They had to do something to keep us waiting around to watch the post show. Oh yeah. First off, they knew that we were probably going to be disappointed in the final. Race, <laughs> Very pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> when Chris was Chris basically said, "Listen, I'm not lying this time." You know, admitting that he most of the time is bullshit. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, for, guys, for real. I know, I know, I've got you a few times this season and over your over my life on the Bachelor, but this time I mean it. Something good's going to happen. Ultimate boy who cried wolf. Yeah. What did you think that was going to be when he said that? What were you expecting there? I was expecting a a breakup on live That's TV. That's what I was too. A breakup or a proposal, right? Because 
that would have been equally shocking to watch the show and see him not propose Juan Pablo style and then see Vanessa and Nick show up and propose, have him propose in that shitty studio studio yeah. in front of that studio <laughs> audience <laughs> welcome to the roast cast let's go let's <laughs> i wrote this in my notes like three times but this is the phrase of the night let's get this shit over with all right let's, <laughs> let's just power through this so we can talk about rachel hey b we're still in finland um been in finland for a full month now it seems like yeah a couple of midwest guys here uh two great snow drivers i will say especially in my 95 jeep era but listen snow for me is not romantic. There's nothing romantic about snow. Snow represents a pain in the ass. So I was I was hoping they would <laughs> they would take us somewhere else, but they didn't. Uh, Nick's family's first people up on camera. What did you? What were your main takeaways from? What were your first impressions? I'll say of Nick's family. They all seem down in the dumps. Not like <laughs> the t- not the type of reaction you get if your son's gonna probably get engaged soon. They all seem like they're having a shitty time. And it's just not a normal situation for The Bachelor. They're all sick of this guy. <laughs> they're they're sick of their son. They all know how this is going to end. Like oh, yeah. every other time he's been on TV, they're like, well, <laughs> you're probably, I mean, this probably, Nick, like it's numbers dictate, numbers never lie. Your your history and the statistics thus far mean that this is probably going to end in disappointment for you. So yeah, there was a look of... Basically sheer terror on all of their faces. <laughs> Raven shows up first. She does her best to kind of console Nick's family, I guess. Yeah. Um, she's a nice girl. They, you know, Whether or not she has ulterior motives, you can't tell if she does. So she comes off pretty well with the family. She seems very genuine. I agree. Quick little note. So they talk for a while. I mean, I didn't have much. They just talked. It went well. Quick little note about the food, AB. We'll stay woke for you. Um... I think the food was fake. I think the food food? was fake. Let me tell you why. Run the tape back, and this is how bad of a season and season finale this was. (laughs) This is what we're talking about right now, but this is important. (laughs) Run the tape back. They talk for a little while. Things go well. Then they go out onto like this porch thing, this patio, sunroom, if Mm -hmm. you will. Then the food's already sitting there, like already on the already played it. Okay. Okay. uh, That leapt out at me right now. In the sunroom? That's in the danger zone room. (laughs) Danger (laughs) zone? Danger zone. Everyone had this. Everyone had, I'd say, similar portion sizes, maybe too similar. Okay. <laughs> and what what sealed this food conspiracy for me was they start talking. Okay, they've been talking, and then they're like, "All right, now we're around the table. Now it's time for table talk." No one ate the food. No one dug, it, dug in there. No one touched a utensil. I think they were sitting around some fake food, continuing the conversation. Ah. Seriously. Okay, I yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. Wouldn't put it past them. It was heartbreaking to find out that the show is fake, AB, and that's how I found out. <laughs> Did you think it was weird that Raven was the one who gave the toast? I don't know if you noticed that. She gave the oh, toast at the table. Yeah. You find that weird? Uh, I do. I do now. Um, A family of, like, 15 people has to be the outsider that gives the toast? That's that's weird. It's got to be the dad, in my opinion. That's a dad <laughs> toast situation. <laughs> what What did she toast to? Uh, to family. It was, a, it was a good toast. I, I feel like they sat down and like no one said anything, so Raven just took the reins. Probably. Well, her dad, Nick's dad, Nick's mother, let's talk about Nick's mom, all right? Okay. Nick's mom was probably wiping tears away. <laughs> when, when Nick was talking to his mother, the look on her face 
was I can only describe as one of grave concern. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of Nick getting his heart broken again on national television uh, crushed her inside. Okay. And she's one of those moms who has one of those mom faces where you can tell she's been worried every single day of her life for 40 (laughs) straight years. She hasn't had one day off of worrying. And yeah, she, to me, she appeared to be on the verge of tears at all times. And again, like you said, this should be a celebratory gathering. Hey, one of these two people I'm going to marry. I hope you like them. Let's have a good time. And she was like, Nick, I just don't know. I don't think you should go through with this. The family, just not on his side. Did you no. get, did you catch what Nick's brother said while basically talking behind his back, but the cameras were in the room? No. What ha- What did he say? Well, he was. He said, "Well, hey guys, just you know, devil's advocate. These girls can still say no." And <laughs> given his track record, I mean, it's probably going to happen. So, Nick's dad said kind of the same thing. I wrote down from him. People ask if there's going to be a chance that he gets stood up at the altar again. And his dad just says, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seems pretty confident that this guy is not going to end up in love. Well, getting stood up at the ac- actual altar, so going through the engagement process and then getting stood up at the altar, which so hasn't funny. happened yet, that would that would give Nick, like, the cycle. He would have hit for the cycle of marriage. <laughs> of marriage. all. You know. Flops. <laughs> flops. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> marriage flops. Marriage flops. Uh, okay. Anything else on the Raven? She did fine. I think she did fine. No, she just went around telling him all that she loved him, basically. Just your normal stuff. And that he didn't tell her the same. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Vanessa up next. Uh, risky. Risky maneuver. Oh, one more right thing about bat. Raven. One more thing about Raven. <laughs> As Raven was leaving, she's giving everyone hugs. Nick's mom went in for a very long, like, I'll never see you again hug. I don't know. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> Nick's mom was like in tears giving her a long ass <laughs> hug because she knows her dumbass son is not going to make the right choice here. No, no. Well, she, yeah, that's right. We make fun of Nick. and my, my angle for not liking Nick was every time this whole season, every time somebody did something really great or something went really well or someone did something that would make it obvious for him what he should do next he did the opposite in every scenario okay danielle l he sent her home for no reason he sent home rachel again for no No reason reason. um he sent him christina he went he rolled up into christina's bedroom and was like come here like like it was (laughs) why time's up time's up made no sense so nick nick's mom probably knows that better than any of us so the day probably went so well with raven that nick's mom was like well that's it for her (laughs) she's she's doomed it was was nice to know you all right that was good i'm glad you brought that up vanessa's up next risky 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 start here with this ab it ended up well but this was a risky start as a guy who takes uh risks in groups um, (laughs) with stories (laughs) I've I've been in these scenarios where you're telling a story and it might go the other way and it does go the other way. Okay, it bombs. <laughs> and halfway it through, fun. halfway through, you realize no one's smiling, no one's no. giving you any feedback on how the story's going. Oh man, been there, been there. All right, <laughs> that's why that's why I'm talking to microphones now, so I can't see people's reactions. Yep, yep. You know, if they don't like where we're going. Um. Anyway, risky story. She pulls out the puke story, which yeah. I, at the time we both thought was very adorable. Now. 
I thought if now if you if you take the angle of comic relief, uh, if you take the puke story and make it a funny icebreaker, it could go one of two extremes. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Vanessa smartly spun it into the he's so caring. Okay, it worked well. I thought. Uh, Ram. Oh, oh PCI, a little disagreement here, folks. She started to cry about it. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, I got a whole the the entire episode. I got a I got a Vanessa is putting on an act here. Yeah. Feel. She was acting this entire episode. Everything was not natural. It was the opposite of what I got from Raven. And I think she's been doing it all season. I'm tired of this yeah. girl, Rim. Yeah, <laughs> flat listen. out. I mean, nothing about that story sad. No, or that she emotional. Fake, she fake cried and like was choked up and couldn't continue to tell this puke story. Maybe. Um, I agree. It wasn't the last time she fake cried. You're probably right about the whole season thing. I picked Vanessa to win at the beginning. I Vanessa was my personal favorite. I've been in a Vanessa apologist this whole time. But listen, buddy. Maybe you're right. I was right? right. I feel vindicated about this whole whole season about Vanessa. She's a good actress, though. Like, she's good. It's really good. She's got but good yeah, chops. It seemed <laughs> she's got good chops. She looks, <laughs> she's going to be in the game. All right. We had that moment where, you, where we apologized for ripping her that one episode uh, on her hometown. But we're back into ripping her now. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched it by I'm curious, have you watched anything today? Like the Jimmy they were on Jimmy Kimmel, they were on the Today Show. You seem like a Today Show guy. <laughs> I am a Today Show guy, but no, I did not watch it. Very unnatural, very clear these two are putting on a show. It's <laughs> it's very obvious, painfully obvious. Um but you're right. Okay, you're right. But let's get back to the context of the show. Let's go back to fantasy land for a little bit. Okay. She starts to cry. How dumb is Nick that his mom has to, he's 36. His mom has to remind him like, hey, like Nick, she's crying. Are you going to say anything? <laughs> You're going to step in? You're going to step in and save your your girlfriend here? And as if Nick's mother hasn't had a rough enough day out here, Vanessa pulls her aside and basically kind of lays the foundation for, hey, we might not, if I win, we might not get engaged. Like, we're not getting engaged. I don't engaged. think we're ready. Mm-mm. Just shatters. Shatters Nick's <laughs> heart. <laughs> AB, this was the moment that we discovered the origin of Nick not knowing how to handle tough <laughs> combos. <laughs> because Vanessa, like, asks specifically for advice. She says, what if we're not ready? For the next step, she's crying. She wants to know, like you're help me you're out, wise. Help me out. What should I do years old. here? <laughs> Six years old. You should be able to provide me some advice. <laughs> Been married forty years, probably. What should we do? What do you think your son and I should do? Her response was, "Well, I hope you get your answer." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That doesn't help at all. That's that's opposite of help. In like 16 hours, Nick's going to ask me to marry him. What should we do if we're not ready? What do you got for me here? Well, (laughs) I hope you figure it out. (laughs) That's not to say that Nick's mom doesn't care. She's just... No, she's... It's it's, uh, I'm I'm going to stop short of saying dumb. I'm going to stop short of saying dumb, (laughs) but she didn't handle the situation well. And Shades of Nick. Yeah, Good point. It was like looking in a mirror. Nick Mir. Okay, how about Vanessa talking with Nick's dad? How'd you what'd you how'd you think that went? A lot of tears there. Why were they crying? 
it wasn't really clear why he was crying. <laughs> I don't get, I don't I don't understand. What I don't know. He's just an emotional guy. Listen, I'm a crier. I got nothing bad to say about Nick's dad. Um he actually did dispense some advice. Said, "Listen, you're going to have to sacrifice." And she knows she knows deep down that that means Montreal ain't happening, so you better start you, know, <laughs> you better get to packing. You better get your affairs in order in Montreal, <laughs> so <laughs> so I th- I think Nick's dad of all the family members other than Nick's little sister I think he probably came off the best year. I got nothing bad to say about Mr. Vile Nick uh, one interesting thing he talked to his dad a little bit he was talking about how he usually goes for strong personalities and Nick's dad flat out just says that shit hasn't worked in the past bud <laughs> <laughs> honestly the whole family is just acting like me and you are and we're just totally fed up with this situation. We aren't really sure how we got here talking about this and living this life, but here we are. Here we are. are. Got to deal with this. We got to deal with this Nick situation. Nick's inability to find love is like a huge drain on the family. Like the whole family (laughs) feels this weight. Just Just like, ugh. Fucking Nick. Find love. I'm so tired of this. The best part is it's a gigantic family. He has like, what was it? Eight kit, eight brothers and sisters or something like that. So it's just sucking down this large, what should be amazing family. His his parents are so bitterly disappointed that they don't have any grandkids right now. I mean, they, had, they cranked out eight babies and 36 years later, none of y'all have any kids, these grandkids. That's why, that's why the mother looks the way she does. She's She's been waiting... 20 years to have a grandkid and it hasn't happened yet and she's just she's withering away she's on a tv show (laughs) (laughs) a fake fake love tv show that her son's been going on for the past four years third time third time they've probably been on tv right because he's been in two hometowns before that's third time okay well let's go outside i suppose finesse and nick one-on-one time unless you got anything else last time you had a you had a gem of (laughs) nope but we moved on too early (laughs) Uh, A.B., so you and your wife, or you and your whatever, or, well, I came off wrong. You and your wife, or your girlfriend at the time, right? You're riding a horse. You're riding a horse with a girl, okay? okay. In the, fin- the, fi- the Finnish forest, okay? Yes. Some Narnia shit. And you're riding around. Now, Now, what would you say when the girl is, like, having some trepidation with the horse, like, wondering, am I doing this right now? Would you say something like, oh, it's okay, you're doing great? <laughs> or would you say, just give him a little squeeze with your thighs, and you know how to do that? <laughs> How, what route would you take? <laughs> like a Donald Trump quote. Just like, here's what you should do. Come on, Nick. Gross me out, You know, Nick. hey, some people, some people, a lot, a lot of listeners give us some grief, A.B., for calling Rim and A.B. prudes. Number one. Number one. All right. Just... He's a he's a slime ball. What what are you debating here? Is that what is that what you want your your husband, your knight in shining armor to say while you're riding the horses and there's cameras? Hey, why don't you squeeze it like you squeeze me the other night? <laughs> That's all we're pointing out here. The guy's a creep. The guy's a creep. <laughs> guy's a creep. No, there's no other way to put it. Rim and AB, a couple classy guys here. Well, gentlemen. That's another thing. Rim and AB didn't come here to have a smut fucking podcast. <laughs> we didn't come here for this. Listen, fucking, you're talking to guys that open doors. Please and thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, you're talking to a couple Perfect. feminists. Perfect dinner table manners. 
<laughs> perfect dinner table. Wouldn't be, yeah, probably you're right. Uh, I'm, I got good dinner table manners, but I like I get I'm clumsy. I drop shit all the time. That's, um, yeah. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's that's not something you say for the cameras. Listen, Donald Trump kept that kind of talk behind closed doors and nicks out of here <laughs> in front of this in the on the on stage. All right, so I thought I'd point that out. Uh, Santa Claus Hut. What do you got on the Santa Claus Hut? This is where my notes fall apart. I didn't have time to organize all these. So this is typically where the podcast just starts to fall off a little bit. What do you got on the Santa Rim, Claus you, Hut? You kind of shit on them staying in Finland, but this scene where they're riding their horses through this snowy-ass forest, that shit was beautiful. But that being said, Nick and Vanessa have a lot to talk about. Maybe stop with the gimmick shit for one day and let's just sit down and have some conversations like you don't need to go to a santa hut and you don't need to do you don't need to do all this crazy shit all the time uh salient point maybe figure out what you're gonna do tomorrow when he asks you to marry him. <laughs> like what your next move will be if you guys get engaged which is the probable option for both your lives the Santa Hut was an early season gimmick. That's an early yeah. season one-on-one jokey gimmick. Come on. Not you're getting engaged in 12 hours. What do you want on your what's on your list? Vanessa goes full on acting when Santa comes around too. <laughs> Did you notice that? No. <laughs> she's full on acting acting like she's super surprised. It, it just felt like a Hallmark movie rim. That's what it felt like to me. Hallmark um, Christmas I, special. Oh, are you talking about like the moments leading up to when Santa revealed himself? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I was really into that. Well, listen, she's gorgeous, AB, so I, I'm okay with a little <laughs> with some exaggeration here and there. What about when Santa goes, what's on your list? I'm not going to do a Santa impression. I can do all impressions, but I'm not going to do finish Santa. He goes, what's on your list? And Nick, who, has an, who knew this was going to happen, <laughs> he's probably known for at least a day, maybe weeks, that he's going to have a Santa talk in Finland. With one woman. Despite all that, he seems surprised by the question, and the best he could come up with is love. Just love. Just love. What a joke. You got anything on this discussion by the fire, A.B.? Yep, so Vanessa is telling Nick that... Basically, I mean, she didn't like what's going on with this show. And she doesn't <laughs> want to be on the show anymore. Like, she's saying that he, he, she doesn't want him to propose to her if she's just a little bit better of a relationship than the, the second place girl. It's a valid point. Not in the situation that she is in. You're yeah, on a TV exactly. show. And it became very clear at this moment that she's never seen this show before. Yeah, like, it seemed to hit her, like, oh, my God, I forgot about Raven. Yeah. Raven's still here. <laughs> Raven could win. Like, this whole this whole time in Finland, she's basically just been waiting around to win, and now she's like, oh, wait a second, shit, Raven. <laughs> what if Raven wins? That would be embarrassing. Did you notice, someone in a group text pointed this out, did you notice when uh, Nick was, like, blowing onto her hands to warm her hands up? Mm -hmm. She was probably crying about having to talk to Nick. So, her hands were bare. Rimini B, gentlemen, he's blowing on her hands disgustingly, probably. Yeah. Right? It's probably like snot and all the condensation from your disgusting breath. <laughs> Drunk. Hungover <laughs> <laughs> breath. Definitely, definitely like tequila smelling breath <laughs> blowing on it to warm up her hands. 
<laughs> and now, AB, my question to you is, uh, why would he not just offer her gloves. his gloves? Great point. Why would you not? Great I mean, point. It's what a gentleman would do. That's that's what we're talking about, folks. We're talking about the guy's lack of gentlemanly tendencies. He's sitting there, hands toasty as fuck. And he's blowing his disgusting (laughs) breath on her hands instead of giving her his gloves. Yeah, you're right, A.B. Let's go to the nighttime. Let's let's power through this awkward situation with uh, the actress and the dancer, the Dancing with the Stars guy. Um, (laughs) Actually, did you hear Nick started a, a grooming brand, an online grooming, men's grooming brand? Men's grooming? Hmm. Yeah. Like beards stuff, like that's just oh, really okay. hot right now. Like okay. you, you never know, babyface AB, but like no. beard oils and trimmers and all that stuff. Listen, that's what it the is. Guys, actually, yeah, the guys. I think it's gonna do very well. He's got a very sharp beard. He does, and we've talked about how he should never shave it, no. ever. So beard trimmers and brushes and oil. Hey, wow, okay, nice. Hey. Good for him. Right. Good for you, Nick. Good for you, Nick. Finally has some direction yeah. in life. <laughs> a little direction in his life. Coming up on 40. <laughs> all right, AB, nighttime with Vanessa. Vanessa wants all the answers, Rim. She's looking for the answers to the questions she's been asking all along that she hasn't got answered from Nick. And she needs, she needs these questions answered right now. Throughout the season, contestants on Bachelor and Bachelorette occasionally seek validation like, hey, I, you know, I don't want this to be a waste of my time. I want to know that you want to keep me around, that type of thing. Vanessa wants the like the long term answers of their life right there, then and there. She wants to know if she's going to win, how he's going to propose, where he's going to move, what he's going to do. Like, she wants it all right there. And Nick, uh, he doesn't have much for. It. He's just got a, a couple of bad speeches recycled. <laughs> he's got lives. nothing for. It. I mean, at this point, I wrote down in my notes, Vanessa's the worst. Oh, come on. Just so we're on the same page here, she's the worst. Come on. The worst. The worst. Come on. Take a step back. Take a deep breath. You don't mean that. I do mean that. Uh, I will say, now, devil's advocate here, AB. I will say say that to the camera, Vanessa is glowing for Nick. She is so in love. She's on and on about how amazing Nick is and how... How let, let me finish here. How she never the, the I never thought I'd I'd ever find love like this. All those lines are always to the camera or to someone else. They're not to Nick. When she's talking to Nick, she's completely exasperated and it hits her. You can see it hit her. The moment they stop doing the fun part of the date and then they have to sit down and talk, her her eyes just go like fuck. <laughs> we have to talk. We have to talk now. It happened in the hot tub thing. It happened just then in the in the fire thing. And it happened as basically as soon as he came over for this nighttime thing. She's like shit. She basically wanted to know a day early if she won or not. That's that's what I was getting from this conversation, and I was confused by it. At this point in the episode, Rim, I made a I made a note. I'm not getting tricked by this shit. By Chris Harrison in particular, Vanessa's gonna win. All signs yeah. were pointing to Vanessa being the obvious wrong choice. She was had bad conversations with Nick all day. They had a horrible time on their date. And that means she's going to win. And that was hammered home in Raven's yeah. time with him the next day. Uh, it was it was obvious. It was the classic bachelor bachelorette swerve, the, fi- the finale swerve, where they make it seem like one relationship is in true shambles 
exactly. and the other one is perfect, and the one you don't think is going to win actually wins. Now, I like when they do that. I like the swerves. I'm fine with that. But this one was so... It was too far. It was too it far. It was too far. Like, th- you know, things were so bad, in quotes, with Vanessa and Nick, and so good and fun and loving with Van- with Rachel and Nick, that when Vanessa wins, like, that just makes people angry. I, li- I-, I get the su- surprise element you need in these finales but you can't go too far otherwise you're not gonna you're not gonna want the relationship that ends up winning you're not gonna care if that works out right yeah you have you have a villain situation where you have two people that you don't really want to make it anymore which rim and ab didn't anyways but i think most people wanted nicks to find love until last night probably god it feels good to be a nick hater a long time nick hater it feels good (laughs) Feels good to be a Vanessa hater too. Uh, you should pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Maybe we're great gentlemen, and we've been right about this show, so it feels good today. I feel I feel good today. Let's talk about this Raven and Nick date. Raven and Nick AB have what I would what I would classify as a ten out of ten perfect date. Would recommend a little sixpence, <laughs> a little sixpence, none the richer uh, on the on the ice skating rink. My opinion, this song it's a it's a criminal that this song has not been on every bachelor season at some point. It's a it's a natural bachelor song. Agreed. It's one of the best songs of the late nineties and early two thousands. Some of you guys know where I'm going with this plug. <laughs> shout out to shout out listen, if you visit eightscreens.com, which is the host of this here podcast, you will find that we have a Marsh Madness bracket going on right now featuring that song among many others. So I recommend you visit EIGHTScreens.com and play that bracket. You won't regret it. Vote now. What a great song. AB, what do you got on what do you got on this date, this perfect date with great conversation between two people who I'd say love each other and have great chemistry and should get married? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> you get these two on skates, no matter what the type. It's going to be Magic Rim. They did the roller skating earlier in the season. Now they're doing the ice skating. They're both great skaters. Both great skaters. It's Magic. Also, both great awkward position kissers. Mm-hmm. You remember in Hoxie. Oh, side note, AB. A couple people from Arkansas have chirped me. Chirped me hard for calling it Hoxie. Both of us for calling it Hoxie. And it's Hoxie. Okay? Okay, I'm oh, sorry. We just... I, I'm genuinely sorry because that's my home. People forget that's my home state. So, so I'm they're sorry. more mad about that than you calling the husband or Raven's ex boyfriend Jethro and all the other. Nobody had any. Nobody had any qualms about that. That's just pure funny. <laughs> Undeniable. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. The people down there, y'all know you got some. You got some country names. <laughs> I mean, this girl's name is Raven. So I mean, don't even act like. Don't even act like your names are are normal. They're not. But yeah, uh, to all the residents of Hoxie. Sorry, Sorry. from MNAB. Sorry. All right. Uh, now that we've got that off our chest, where were we? Uh, oh, well, Awkward not kissing. only are they great, not only are they great skaters, but you'll remember down in Hoxie, uh, they made out in a fucking swamp. They yep. laid down in a swamp. Oh, yeah. And they made out here uh, on ice. Can you imagine a less? It goes like ice and then concrete as like the two worst places to lay down <laughs> and make out at. can Maybe lava? Would you put lava third? <laughs> how about those how about those little uh, Jody Husky puppies? I 
I really like that. Nick shows up and he's like, oh, no big deal. I just got some husky puppies for your ass. <laughs> Again, the, the producers know he can't really, he's got nothing to say. So they're like, here, Nick, bring carry these three dogs over here like you're carrying fucking groceries. And they might, <laughs> like too many bags of groceries and they might fall out of your hands at any time. Why don't you go take these puppies to Raven? That way you guys have a conversation topic. Did you notice Raven got to stay in some amazing hotel while Vanessa stayed at like a uh like maybe at some shack where they shot one of the Halloween movies? <laughs> I didn't notice that. that. Yes, I did. What he got on Raven in Nick's again, uh brilliant, flawless, no problems with these two nighttime date. Raven just seems so down to earth. She seemed like she got had a great grasp of this show and the situation in general yes. this entire season in this episode in particular yes she shoots you straight down south she's gonna shoot you straight no chaser i think america at this point obviously fell for raven and wanted her to win it was clear me included it, it was so obvious that she was a choice for him mm -hmm. so obviously so we knew that he would choose vanessa Yep. Uh, Nick couldn't even mention the idea of Raven or another girl or the competition or the fact that he might she might not win. He couldn't even openly discuss that to Vanessa. When he's around Raven, they can openly acknowledge the concept yeah. of the show in this situation, and she doesn't lose her mind like Vanessa did. No. Great girl. Great girl. She knows how to play the game. She just she wants to con control what she can control, and she she even says she, she even stops short of saying like, "Hey, if you ask me to marry you, I'll say yes." She plays the game, which is I just want to reassure you that I have no hesitation. She doesn't come right out and she's not blatant about it or egregious. Nope. she's just playing the game. One thing I found a little alarming, Rim. Nick was feeding those husky puppies from his his whiskey cup. I don't know if you oh, noticed his that. whiskey cup. Yeah. No, I didn't notice that. Uh, I mean, what could it possibly be in that cup besides whiskey? Nick is definitely seems like the kind of guy who would be like, let's give these dogs some alcohol and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was put off by that. I know it wasn't water in that cup because they were like no. blowing on it earlier and it was, it was something hot. It was a whiskey like hot toddy. That was, that was my guess. <laughs> You paid a lot of attention to this cup. I didn't notice they were blowing on it either. Oh well, yeah. Also, they were they weren't like they weren't like cups. They were like they were like wooden. <laughs> they were like grit. They were like from the Mesozoic era or the pre some prehistory exactly. shit. Like the Neanderthals made these cups. Uh, basically, the day could not have gone any better. The whole day with Raven could not have gone any better. Which we knew meant Raven was as good as gone. Okay, on to Neil Lane. You got you got anything on Neil Lane? The first thing I noticed with Neil Lane, <laughs> my man Neil. <laughs> Neil, before Neil showed up, did you notice that Nick like moved a log in the fire like with his palm? <laughs> he just like grabbed a log. <laughs> what a dumb shit. <laughs> Neil, obviously, we love Neil, but he obviously does not have his ear to the streets. No, uh, no, because he he goes, I think everybody's rooting for you, and literally, <laughs> I wrote that too. no one. <laughs> No one's rooting for you. I, I said, Neil, you had us up until that point, but you <laughs> yeah. fucking lost us. No one is pulling for this guy. No, no. What you What do you think of these engagement rings? You've purchased an engagement ring before. Uh, they're gaudy, Rim. They're fucking really <laughs> they're, gaudy. They're gaudy. I said there's something riffraff would wear. <laughs> just so gaudy, it looks Too fake. Much. Too much. I heard through the pipeline that this engagement ring costs 100 Gs. Wow. 
How are you gonna give that to Ray? This is a, this is another example of Raven. Obviously, yeah. is not gonna win. I mean, she can't have a hundred thousand. She can't have a more expensive ring than like the median income of the of any hoaxy resident or hoxy resident. Any any hoxy resident. <laughs> Again, no disrespect. No hoxy. disrespect at all. But, but that would be the most expensive, expensive thing in hoxy. Yeah, yeah. can't have. Well, hey. You have you have facts to back this up with the last episode. I gave you, you those. Up. I gave you those household. <laughs> that's, that's three times as expensive as a very nice house in in Hoxie. Uh, they should play. They maybe they should play up more like his ring options and which one he chooses, and maybe that'll give you a hint as yeah. to who he might be going down. That's just some next level shit for the true fans like ourselves. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, let's get this shit over with. Who's it's go getting? time. So, it's go time. Let's fucking power through the finish line. By God. That's Raven's music. <laughs> shit. She's wearing a nice dress, and then she's escorted into what appears to be the inside of a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> some people, there's just like little trinkets and shit for sale, little like home goods <laughs> type of stuff. <laughs> crafts, little crafts and stuff. I was kind of bummed out. The The previews made it look like this was going down outside. I really wanted it to be a nighttime outside, but this was too much of like a set. Yeah. How did you think the, the letdown with Raven went? It was hard, Rim. I told myself not to think, not to want Raven to win and not to fall for this, but I fell, Rim. After her, after her portion of the episode, I was all in and actually genuinely sad about her going home. You're too good to get duped. You've been doing this too long to get so obvious. It's not duped. that I got duped, more so that I just started to fall for Raven. <laughs> She's a, she seemed like a great girl. I wanted her to find happiness. She gave a good speech. She gave a good speech. I had no problem with them with him letting her finish it. That that seemed I was for for I don't know why, but I was okay with it this time compared I, to JoJo. I'm not a fan time. of it. I think you got to shut that shit down. You got to play the show to completion, in my opinion. Like, the show is the show. Don't neuter it by suddenly caring about these girls' feelings. I guess the diff- the big difference, too, is JoJo was shutting a guy down from proposing. Nick didn't actually. He was uh, just letting her get off her chest what she was thinking. So that makes sense. I'm with you now. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Wow. Rim and AB. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yep. We did it. Um <laughs> Nick, obviously crying because he knows he shouldn't be making this decision, but he's doing it anyway, which is to sum up all of his decisions. <laughs> I was a little put off by the fact that 
uh, he basically copied about, he plagiarized his own speech to Christina. <laughs> he said, I have so much love for you. I just don't know if I'm in love. Overall, I thought it was a decent speech. Another quote here. I feel like I've been so selfish trying to figure out where my heart is at, and you've been so selfless in letting me do that. Hey, I thought that was okay by Nick. I thought that was fine. No, Rim. Side note, this is the uh, motherfucker that came, that said, if you weren't in love with me, why did you make love with me? Same fucking shit, oh, yeah. Nick. You piece of trash. Yeah. <laughs> you piece of shit, Nick. Good call. People forget that. People <laughs> don't forget. Do not forget that Nick <laughs> chastised Andy for for hooking on up with him television. in the fantasy suite on live television, and then did the same exact thing to Raven. Said there's and then, no difference. And then on the ending, said he just didn't know if he was in love with her. Then why did you make love with her? Unreal. Wow. Andy, <laughs> truth bombs. Raven <laughs> pipe bombed him. Flex bombs. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Ab, listen. If you guys can't handle the truth and fucking unsubscribe and get out. Truth hurts. You're done, Nick. Shout out to Raven, <laughs> though. Has has anyone ever been handled the, the rejection better on the Nobody. Uh, in the finals? Ever? Nobody. She killed it. She killed it. She did awesome. She didn't break down. Handled it like a champ. She said, I'll never regret standing here telling you how I feel. Wow. What a line. What a line. <sighs> she must have read the spoilers, too. She knew. Um, he said, "I'm gonna miss you," and then she hit she hit him with the fucking the Han Solo. I know, I right know. Before Han Solo goes down into the thing, goes into the cryo thing. Ooh, that was a good line. She's a trooper. Raven's a trooper. She handled it like a G. Obviously, she broke down and had a crazy. She crazy lost me when she got whip. to the car. Yeah, <laughs> talking about how she can't find. She just doesn't think she's going to find. She's 24 years old. Just reminder. Maybe move out of Hog City. And you'll find love easier. I don't know. You're a great girl. You have it all together. I think you'll pretty easily find love, actually, Raven. So don't. Yeah, you lost me there. Raven AB, you got to miss us with the what more can I do? I don't think I'll ever find love speech in the back of the Benzo. Just miss us with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You got to be at minimum jennifer anison's age before we can start to have that conversation exactly. okay if you're 24 and you're coming at us with that we're not trying to hear it no. okay period no should i even try anymore to find love <laughs> it's never gonna happen what's the point like chill out all right you your stock has never been higher you're gonna return to the south not just hoxie but the south as a, a star. as a conquering hero you're gonna be a star you're gonna be fine dudes are gonna be lined up Oh, have a chance to date you. You could do your own reality dating show down in Hoxie if you wanted to, really. Just be sure to get some DNA tests done, just to be sure. <laughs> <That's>, hey, <laughs> listen, listeners in Arkansas, no disrespect. Again, I'm from there, so it's fine. It's Folks, hey, in Iceland, in Iceland, they make you take a, a test before you can get married to make because it's such a small community they make you take tests to make sure you're not cousins with the person so the more you know just, just the more you know just keeping it real a little stab boy action all right ab what do you got on this so you know he fucked up the speech with raven time for him to fuck up the speech with vanessa uh what's what struck me as odd here is that he he spoke first and then she did her canned like she did her actor it was inside the actor's studio speech after she revealed that she was basically going to win. So that was weird. What do you grade this? He had one good line that I liked. He said, so, 
So much of this has been about my past, but when I look at you, I see my future. That was a good line. That's a That's good ass line. line. But I bet like Ben Higgins probably wrote that for him. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you think those guys have a group chat? The fucking the bachelor, the recent bachelor. <laughs> yeah, I bros? bet they do. Ben, Sean, uh, Nick, and then Chris tries to get involved, but he doesn't know how to group text because it's old ass. I was just gonna say. <laughs> He's got an Android. He's yeah. got, he doesn't have an iPhone. His bubbles make all the bubbles green Old and everybody hates him for it. Uh, that was a good line. Her, she had a decent line, I guess. I don't know. Not really. Uh, again, all by fake. the end of this. It's fake. It's, yeah. It was so, I wanted to put a bullet in my head. <laughs> I love Vanessa too. I've been the biggest Vanessa guy, but even, even so I was like, wrap it up, B, wrap it up box. She said, <laughs> I knew this kind of love existed. Oh, God, I can't even say it. This shit is so dumb, A.B. <laughs> hate The Bachelor. <laughs> she said, I knew this kind of love existed. I just never thought it was going to happen for me. Why would you, again, why, why you would think you that? think that? Why would you think that? <laughs> shit. Until, all right, continue. <laughs> Until I met you. So thank you for taking another chance on love. That's an okay, that's an okay line. That's a B minus line. Yeah. C plus line. Vanessa was just all talk from the very beginning, too. She had Don't, all these Now, this ultimatums. is revisionist history. No. Nope. Okay. She had no. all these ultimatums about what she was going to do, and it never came true. She said she wasn't... She, in this episode, she said she wouldn't accept a proposal, basically. And then, what do you know? Her ass accepts the proposal. It's all talk <laughs> with this girl. The other thing you're talking about was when she basically said, if you keep Corinne around, I'm going to leave. And yeah. Corinne stayed for seven more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> stayed for a long-ass time after. I don't know. Well, it, listen, I'm a sap, A.B., so when he proposed and he said it all confident, he said, Vanessa Grimaldi, will you marry me? And they're crying. I bought into I was back in. They wrote me back in. I was into <laughs> the moment. What a moment. <laughs> what a great, and listen, what a great couple. Big fan of the ending. <laughs> Love the show. <laughs> anything else? You got anything else on these two files? These two club fun kids getting together. <laughs> what a couple. No, no Genuine no. love. Uh, what's that song? Uh, real love. Talking about. Oh, uh, Mary J. Blige. Real love featuring Method Man. The number one hip hop love song. This has been Rim and AB on Q109. <laughs> All right, AB. How do you grade the season? Compared to other seasons. You know, it wasn't the worst. It made I need entertainment fact I need entertainment factor and I need like Entertainment quality. Factor was right up there at the top. It was very entertaining, start to finish, had a great character that stayed al- around longer than most great characters stay around. Um it had a great great group of girls, one of the best ever, I'd say. A lot of yeah. girls that I liked out there in that group. Um yeah. Obviously, an absolute dud of a bachelor, a true dud. He he's not he's just not good at talking, which is a big issue for someone <laughs> that has to carry a show with their talking. He has to give speeches two or three times an episode, and he he simply couldn't do it. Um, good summary, in my opinion. Yeah, and the only other thing I would say is it was. I don't remember getting as mad. As much as I did this season, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's probably the bad thing because the reasons we got mad at this guy weren't because he did stuff we disagreed with. It was because he seemed to, at every chance, every opportunity, he made things harder for them, for himself, than he should have. Like, he never took the easy 
he always, he always did the obviously dumb thing. Yep. Like, obviously, you should not have sent Danielle L. home when the, you didn't have to send anyone home. Like, why did you send her home? <laughs> obviously, you should not have sent her home. And there's many other. And obviously, you shouldn't have gone and ripped Christina from her nap and said, listen, it's time for you to leave. And she, why would you blindside her like that? There's just a lot of obvious yeah. things that he did that were so infuriating. He never explained them well enough. He never justified anything to my satisfaction. And as a viewer, I deserve more. So, <laughs> All right. After the final rose, I agree. Listen, I agree with your summary, your sentiments about the season. Yep. Uh, it was fun. Uh, I guess I'm glad at Vanessa won, if only because it gets me some bracket points. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm out on her now. Uh, but now let's talk about, you know, real life. In the context of the show, yes. after the final rose, I want to hit on two things here: one, Nick and Vanessa now, and two, Rachel. The the, yeah. the morale just shot through the roof. A couple <laughs> of Rachel guys. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, and it's coming soon. It's fucking coming right around We're the corner. Here she comes, here, folks. She's coming. Oh, buddy, it's gonna be here before you know it. Nick and Vanessa. Um, a scale of one to ten, how much of a show were they putting on? They're obviously broken up already, right? Ten. That's clear. Yeah. I okay. mean, I've never had such... Besides Juan Pablo, when him and his girl were also broken up on the season, when they did the After the Final Rose, I haven't seen quite an awkward reaction. I watched that the other day, the Juan Pablo re- mm-hmm. After the Final Rose. They seem to be happier. I agree. Like, this might have been worse. This was a, a total act. They couldn't even pull it together for one night. Chris was like, hey, Nick's doing uh, Dancing with the Stars. Like, haha, joking around like, I'm sure that's what you wanted when you said <laughs> yes to this guy. And she was acting like it was a big step in his career, like the right move. Like, listen, you don't go from being The Bachelor to – that's not an upgrade, number one. It's not yeah. like, a, oh, promotion. It's just to keep your name in the papers. And it's going to fade soon. It's going to fade soon. It It just – it struck me as very – um again they still don't have anything nailed down they say we're gonna you know i'll be back in la a lot but i'm not leaving montreal like it's the the shit is dead in the water okay that's it they haven't set a date and there doesn't appear to be any plans to there's there's no chance this couple gets married i think they're if they're not broken up already they're probably going to take a stab at normalcy in quotes because they kept talking about how number one, basically they said we barely know each other. Yeah, which is just kind of you don't pull back the curtain and reveal Oz is just a dude. Like you, don't, you want to keep <laughs> the appearances here. Um, I think they're going to take a stab at dates that don't inv- that dates that don't cost fifty thousand dollars type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. see how that goes. I don't think they're going to be able to go to the grocery store one. T- I think he's going to go to the grocery store one time and be like, I can't do this with her. She's too demanding mm-hmm. i don't even know what kind of if they know what kind of foods each other's likes it's not a good match rim they're both in this for different reasons and it's just not gonna work so what but now so nick's in it for the reason of i want to get with more girls that's if you boil it down to the base level nick went on this show number one he probably wasn't a top three choice for abc but he went on the show because they asked him he wasn't going to turn it down what is vanessa in it for I think she was in it for fame, too, Rim. But what do you mean fame? Because her big announcement last night wasn't that she's selling tea on Instagram. It was that she's starting, like, a foundation. Good point. I don't know. I don't know what she's in it for. I don't know. Why was she so fake? 
I don't know. I can't explain. <laughs> I can't explain. I mean, I can't explain what either of them are actually. He's going on. He's obviously trying to become famous, but I don't know exactly what she is up to. I don't. He doesn't have the talent to be famous. He's not charismatic enough. He doesn't. What is he? He's got the look. Everybody that's got a good look has a skill. He doesn't have a good look. He's got a great look. Nick, yeah, please. It's a good looking guy. Get me on the treadmill. I'll be better looking than Nick in six weeks. Don't even <laughs> act like looks. Are... It's not even about looks. You got to have something to you. Jonah Hill is always going to be more famous than Nick, and it's because he's funny. He has a skill. Nick doesn't have a skill at all except ice skating. I'm not saying he's going to be famous. I'm saying that's what he is obviously trying to do. Why else would you go on uh, Dancing with the Stars immediately after finishing your season? Like what other than to extend your brand? That's fair. All right. Let's all right. Fuck these two. Let's talk about Rachel. AB, what did you well, think about thing, this unprecedented? Did you fine? I don't know about you, but when the season's over, I head right out to reality Steve Rim and find out what's been going on behind the scenes. I don't I don't go to reality Steve, but I did look up some stuff. Can I tell you can I hey, can I tell you something? What? I saw a spoiler a long time ago. Ah, that's like six. Stinks. It was after I made my. It, it it was after I made my prediction. It was like probably a month ago. And it came right. Yeah, it was. I all I knew was, if you read like I don't know if you, it's really hard to avoid it because people want to spoil it for you. You can't. You cannot be on Twitter basically, and you were running no. a thriving bachelor Twitter page. So that's it that's was actually probably where I saw tough it. to not see it for you. If you're favoriting tweets and following people, yeah, Rosecast ES, you see it. Um, you just see it. It's hard to avoid it. That's how they get you. I hear I, you. I think I said something about like the Canadian wins. Like someone said the Canadian wins, and I thought, well, okay, well, there's two people from Canada, and then Vanessa was the only one that was from Canada, and I was like, shit. So I knew, <laughs> but I knew I, I didn't know the whole season. I'll put it that way. So yeah, yeah, we checked out some posts. What do you got on what's been happening behind the scenes, AB? It sounds Since like then. everyone hated Vanessa in the house. Ooh, I can see that. And your story about Rachel and her getting into a argument was in Bimini was in Bimini was very true, and everyone took Rachel's side over it. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Now hindsight's twenty twenty. Chris asked Vanessa who your favorite who your favorite people in the house were, and she like struggled. Number one, she struggled to come up with names. And he didn't ask her about Rachel at all, which would be the thing to do. What do you think about Rachel as an ex-bachelorette? He didn't mention her. ABC completely avoided it because they knew Rachel was going to, number one, be the next bachelorette. Um, Even if she was in the right, it still wouldn't come off that good getting into an argument with one of the other girls in the house. And Vanessa was going to be the the winner. So you didn't want her to look bad either. So ABC just avoided it all. There was apparently multiple instances like that in the house reality steve there's no one more reliable he's got so much dirt out there but the problem is you don't want to see the spoiler as well yeah if you want to avoid spoilers you can't follow reality steve or go to reality steve until it's over exactly which is what i do it also sounds like vanessa had a big say in danielle going home remember how danielle just was let go in that two-on-one you kind of talked about it earlier what do you mean a big say? Vanessa voiced her concerns about Danielle to Nick. Not shown on tape. Well, it takes one to know one. Uh, Reality Steve, I think, had a very interesting little paragraph that I wanted to read about his thoughts on Nick and Vanessa. Goes back to what I said before the season. What I said during the season and what I'll say again today. Nick and Vanessa not lasting has much more to do with him than it does with her or any fight she got in with Rachel. 
Nick did this show to increase his brand. He got a huge bump with the Dancing with the Stars gig and was never interested in marrying anyone on this show. He'll write it out. They'll do appearances, smile, shake hands, kiss babies, etc. But at the end of the day, they won't last because it's not what Nick wanted going in and still doesn't want to this day. He's Hollywood now and has been for a while. Unfortunately for Vanessa, she's getting dragged along for the ride. It's mutually beneficial, though, for Vanessa. Yeah, he's, he said for he says that a little later, too, that he doesn't know what she's in it for, but it's probably going to be good for her as well. Because obviously she shouldn't she shouldn't have accepted his proposal. Yeah, if she, if she was going to stand by her word, yeah. she should not have. That makes perfect sense. Listen, if you've been watching them yeah. today, it's obvious they're putting on a show, period. Now, I don't want to dampen. Again, I started, I got into this show to make fun of it, and then I swung the pendulum to the I believe in it, and I love it, and it's fabulous. Now I'm back in the middle. You got to acknowledge that it ain't all on the up and up, folks, and that's part of why we watch like it or not but now, that's part of why we watch but now we got rachel coming in and that shit's gonna be on the up and up uh, i guarantee it that's our girl rachel put it this way you can trust that rachel is more genuine than the other girls maybe might have been if they were the bachelorette because folks if you're black you're not angling to be the next bachelorette because you don't think that's a possibility <laughs> after Good the point. show but that's here's great she, so you know what i mean like she's probably more genuine Anyway, what did you think about this gimmick, this unprecedented event where they started the show in the after the final rose? You know, I saw online a lot of people didn't like it. I didn't mind it. A little something fresh. I didn't mind it. I would not have liked if they did everybody. I like yeah. that they only did four. Yeah, it was just a little teaser. And again, ABC knew this was a smart play by them. The smart thing to do is to make people forget Nick's season immediately. Yeah. And the best way to do that is to start the next one right there <laughs> exactly. on the same stage. Exactly. Like, let's go on. Let's move. Let's move. Keep, Smart it move. keep it moving. Let's keep this franchise above water. And Rachel's going to save yeah, the franchise. They, Rachel's going to save the franchise. God, dude, she she was more energetic and exciting and funny. She's very she's not hilarious. She's not like fucking Janine Garofalo was the first female comedian that came to my head. <laughs> she's not Amy Schumer funny, but she's funny. She makes yes. light. She makes funny situations even more lighthearted. She handled that shocker very well. I thought she's going to be great. She's already better she's than great. Nick, in my opinion. Can't wait. What do you got on these four guys that came? Through? I don't remember any of their names, but cool dudes, got a couple good guys, sexy cool dudes. Guys. <laughs> I just wrote, I wrote down sexy dudes. <laughs> Period. How do you think that uh, white guy, that the white guy's black joke made? I didn't know how that was gonna that going was, uh, going black and bad. never going back. Never heard that live one TV. That's <laughs> that was a risk. She liked it though. Uh, the other dudes are pretty good. I'm excited. Excited. Good I'm group. Excited. Of, good. Good four. Guy that was dancing, they're killing it. Rachel, oh, Rachel dancing it? too. I mean, come on, people. Oh, listen, it's gonna folks, be good it's season. Gonna be good. The, the the show, the franchise has new life now. They had to do it. They did it. It's. I feel very optimistic for the future. Can't wait. Hear you. Well, from the bottom of our hearts, folks. Let's. If you don't mind me getting serious here, AB, I'm please do serious for. <laughs> AB from the bottom. I'm not. Here's. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I know. That's. <laughs> Folks, listen up. Come close. Turn the dial up if you can't hear me. Folks, we appreciate you listening. We've done probably 14 hours 
you've listened to us if you've listened to every episode for 14 hours of Roman AB talking about The Bachelorette. That means a lot to us. You don't have to do that. A lot of Bachelor podcasts out there. Some better, some worse. None better, actually. I'm going to amend that. None better. But we're glad you stuck it out <laughs> with us through this dud Bachelor uh, disappointing season. We hope you'll join us again in the future when Rachel's seasons start. We're going to do something between now and then, I think. We'll come up with We'll crank out a few episodes in the next eight weeks to keep giving the people what they want. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We will be ranked again. I know it. Uh, follow on Twitter, Rosecast ES. And Rimcast. And Rimcast ES. Check that out as well. You guys are the best. What a family. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 